Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. I am so excited for the release of my new book, The Toxin Terminator, Finding Focus, Energy, and Renewed Health by Removing Hidden Toxins. If you want to get your hands on the book first, be part of my pre-launch campaign by going to my website, www.aimeecarlson.com. That's amycarlson.com and you can sign up so you'll get your copy for only 99 cents. And welcome back everyone. I'm so glad you're here. Today we have a wellness entrepreneur. Joanna Dahlman has been in so many different realms in this industry. She has worked with Fortune 500 and 100 companies, and I'll find out from her, but I think she's still doing this and really creating some wellness environments for companies and startup companies so that their employees are more productive and really take that working stress, that oxidative stress out of the environment. I loved uh, reading about that in the core wellness. She's also gone through her own health concerns, overhauling and upgrading what true health means and how to live it each day. We're really going to get into that. And she has uh, her own results with a holistic approach that not only is it working for her, but she's getting results in less than three months with her clients as well. We're going to be talking today about reversing autoimmune disease. It is possible. I see so many times in the health community with them saying that, well, here's what you have, and we're sorry, there's no cure for it, but you can be on this medication for the rest of your life. And by the way, not only are you going to be on that medication, but we're going to keep adding medications because you're going to get these side effects from the current medications that you have. And I know that Joanna is along with me in that same option that absolutely we can reverse those chronic diseases. We're going to talk about what does upgrading true health mean? I want to hear what Joanna has to say about that. Um, we're going to learn about stress and burnout. Listen, we're in a time today in today's world where that overwhelm, that stress, that burnout is so, so high. And Joanna's going to give us some tips on what we can do with that. And we're going to learn more about alopecia. Um, I didn't even know what that was six months ago. So I know there's many out there that have no idea what that word even means. And we're going to talk about that. Joanna, I am so glad you're here and um, agreed to share your message with our audience. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is such a wonderful pleasure. You bet. So um, talk to me a little bit about, um, it was core wellness kind of your introduction into the health and wellness and more of a holistic approach? Or was there something else that started you down that path? So before Core Wellness, I was um, a project manager. I was an event planner. I was working for the Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies, and I myself experienced the stress. I myself experienced the burnout. I myself, you know, due to the chronic stress through the uh, rat race, through the hustle, 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 um, you know, 60, 70, 80 hour uh, work weeks, I 
you know, was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And this is kind of what shifted everything for me. It was the biggest alarm sounding um, in my life because it really, it was much more than just, let's say, you know, having fatigue one day or feeling a little tired that you can overcome with a little coffee. It was much more than just feeling unwell for a week or two. It was your hair's falling now and it's because your diet and lifestyle is all skewed. And, you know, there's nothing more than the biggest alarm clock when, you know, hair starts to fall out. And it's not just, um, you know, extra hair strands in the shower, it's clumps, you know, absolute clumps that is just, you know, shedding as if you're a a dog of some sort. And it, it, it starts with a bald spot and it just grows and it grew and it wasn't stopping. And, you know, when you see doctors, the information that they give you is limited. The protocols that they give you are very limited as well. And, you know, they, doctors are fantastic for what they do. They offer prescriptions and they offer drugs and they offer surgeries. There's a time and a place for Western medicine. However, no one is teaching us the basics. No one is teaching us the foundational um, roots that we need to build strong strong immunity, strong health for the rest of our life in these modern times, because the health that we have seen and understood really applies to what our world looked like 50, 60 years ago. It doesn't apply now when we have EMS, when we have technology, when we have, you know, so many other responsibilities and it's a go, go, go. It's so different. And so having alopecia, having to have reverse it by myself, it took me two and a half years to do this. Then I, I knew that the message had to come out. The message, not just for those who were alopecia, but also people in tech, people in uh, the normal modern day workforce also needed to hear about how, that they also needed to take caution with their stress. And this is how I became a professional speaker and a professional advocate for alopecia, autoimmune disease, stress management, burnout, creating boundaries and creating healthier environments within the workforce. I was actually always very interested in this and. I had worked at Apple for many years and at Apple, they do many great things to protect your health and to increase your health. And so you have a lot of nature around you. You have uh, opportunities to take breaks when you need. Uh, You also have, you know, organic fruit that comes to the office and this type of thing. But, um, but at the same time, there still uh, falls short. You know, the company can help you so much, but you also need to advocate for yourself. Right. And so, this is, this is the disconnect, right? Because uh, like good workers, you always want to do your best, you, especially when times are, are tough, you know, in a certain economic situation, you don't want to be the one who's um, laid off. You don't want to be the one who's chosen to, to have to leave the company. And so you always have to uh, keep working and show your worth, show your value, right? This is the mentality. Ever since you're in kindergarten, you have to show your value. You have to take that test to get into the, you know, premier school, to the premier college, to, um, you know, make it to, I don't know, the special cheerleading squad or whatever social activities you have. And so there's always this exam, there's always this task. And so you know, we, we require, especially in the American culture, results, 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 right. and everything needs to be done yesterday, not even today, yesterday. Right. right. <laughs> so. Well, and what you're describing is, is this so, so complete total stress that we 
whether we put it on ourselves or it's put upon ourselves. Um, one of the things that I heard you talking about with your experience with alopecia is that number one is you were relating it to stress, your job environment, um, the hours that you were working, the oxidative stress that was put onto your body. And when I was going through my own autoimmune or uh, chronic diseases that I had, no doctor, I take that back. There were doctors that said, wow, you have a lot of stress in your life. You know, your job is a high stress job. I, I was a business owner with five locations and over 50 employees, you know, that I was in direct charge of. And, and it was like, okay, but what do I do? You know, and, and that is that the disconnect that you're talking about? You know, we know there is stress. I don't know that we can any, in any way, shape, or form remove it completely, but where there's such a disconnect that I see is there's no one out there teaching us, well, there is now, you know, they're teaching us how to live with that stress or eliminate as much as we possibly can. Is that kind of where your passion grew? You're, you're absolutely right. We're not teaching the right life skills that uh, children especially need to learn early on so that they can avoid a lot of the pitfalls that we're seeing now. It's It breaks my heart every time I have a parent come to me and say, oh, my three-year-old has alopecia. Oh, my five-year-old is going through alopecia. I've seen in documentaries that uh, young children are, are going through rheumatoid arthritis. They have diabetes and they're not even 10 years old. And these diseases are, you know, any disease really, you would think back in the day that it's meant for an old person or it's meant for some who's an adult, not for a child. And yet we're seeing children nowadays with these, um, with these diseases and it's a heart wrenching, but T, uh, I mean, but B, it also makes me think that there's something systemic that's wrong. And um, there's lots of factors to this. It's not just stress. Stress is a big one, but there's other systemic uh, situations. And we need to tweak each area to create whole health for everybody, including these young ones who are coming into the world now. Because, you know, if you look at statistics, they're showing that uh, children who are in high school or in college have the highest rates of depression, anxiety, um, because of where we are today. Mm. There's so many world issues. And then also the pressures that society says, like, you know, if you want to succeed, you have to go into this realm or this path, or this is the only path to success. And, and this is not accurate. This is so right. not accurate. Oh, I so agree. And, and, and if that's not a, enough of a wake up call, hearing about kids with alopecia at the age of three, four, five years old, um, you know, when I was a child, the word cancer was really um, unique. Not a lot of people had cancer. And today, when we mention the word cancer, we could probably rattle off a dozen people that we personally know that have cancer. And that that's so sad to me. And, and it goes to the state of the of our health, of our nation, physically, mentally, spiritually. No, I completely agree. And so we're not teaching stress management. We're not teaching meditation. We're not teaching real nutrition because what the government says is completely upside down. Um, their method or calculations of how they think that nutrition really looks like is, is completely wrong. And, and this is why you see an uptick in heart disease. This is why we have an uptick in diabetes. This is why we have an uptick in obesity. 
obesity, we need to start yeah, obesity numbers are, I, I want to say either 32, 34 million, you know, right now. And obesity is the number one cause for our leading contributing factor into any other chronic disease that we experience, um, you know, in our society today. So alopecia, we've been talking about it, you know, if, if people are, are cluing in, is a, is a, autoimmune disease. Can you tell us, because um, some, some people have heard that word autoimmune disease, but what does that mean? So it's um, essentially it's when your immune system is attacking itself. So in this case, hair follicles are um, attacking itself and not allowing the hair to proceed to actually get to the hair growth so they fall out instead. So in rheumatoid arthritis, it focuses on the joints. Um, and MS, it also focuses on the joints and mobility. Right. You know, in diabetes, you have the issue with the uh, insulin and glucose. So everything is attacking itself. Um, the problem with autoimmune diseases is one of two things. We have um, over 100 different types of autoimmune diseases. And then wow. also 25% of people who have one go on to acquire a second and even a third autoimmune disease. And so you want to avoid that. You want to avoid being the statistic. And so there's many people who, for sure, they can live healthy lives with diabetes. They can sure uh, live healthy lives with lupus, but why would you want to live with something instead of putting it to sleep just with a little discipline of diet and lifestyle and, you know, healthy nutrition, and then everything goes away. It's been more, more than four years. My alopecia has gone away. Um, you know, a lot of people like to say uh, it's in remission. I like to say I put it to sleep. It's uh, in my DNA. I, I have it in my DNA, just like we all have cancer right, cells. Right. But depending on diet and lifestyle, you can either increase your chances for cancer or decrease them. So it's really up to each of us. We, we vote with our fork. We vote with, you know, how much exercise we do. We vote with um, all the negativity that we allow into our lives. We vote on so many different levels of how we can really produce disease or not. And so, um, you know, we have more control than what we think and what we're allowed to believe. Um, yes. And the way that we've been conditioned doesn't, doesn't allow us to think this way. We think that the doctor has the cure all for, you know, a drug, an antibiotic, a prescription, and not all of the time that this is actually the solution. A lot of times this is just a Band-Aid for what's right. really going on oh. underneath. Absolutely. It's not getting to the root problem. So I, I, I could go a couple different ways right now, but what I, I would like to hear from you because you, you go out and work with companies and you've got, it sounds to me like a couple of different things going on. You've got core wellness and are you still doing core wellness? I do. So when okay. possible, right. They, due to COVID all meetings and events have stopped, right. but um, I still have been doing podcasts. I still have been doing webinars. Yep. Um, I still do as much as you're, you know, able to with what you have. Right. And so prior to COVID, I, I was speaking professionally. I was going to different organizations, speaking to entrepreneurs, speaking to companies, talking about stress management, burnout, um, talking about autoimmune disease, talking about many ways on how to mitigate their stress, especially for entrepreneurs who are, um, you know, essentially birthing a baby and, and they're trying to put all their energy into this. And so it, it's really necessary because you don't want to um, forget your health while you're building your company or building your brand. Right, exactly. And I think, you know, there's so many different uh, 
uh, occupations, you know, shall we say that that really instill that entrepreneurs are one of them. Physicians are another one. I can't tell you how many physicians I have talked to and interviewed on the podcast that because of their lifestyle demands, um, you know, within their position that they've developed chronic disease and here they're supposed to be helping to heal people. And yet they're they're the sickest ones of them all. <laughs> It's it's just crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. well, question I've got with that, and then you've got the alopecia angels, um, and I I love that. You know, so your real passion is you know helping others with this disease as well. Um, but let's talk about the mindset because that's one of the things that um, I don't know if I would call it a frustration, but when you're dealing with companies and going out there and helping them with you know stress and mindset and some solutions. There's a lot of resistance uh, at times. You know, I think people are so used to, like you said, uh, I should just be able to pop a pill and feel better. And when we're trying to empower them to really take this into their own hands and realize that they've got control of this, sometimes there's some big resistance there. Do you meet up into that in your world as well? There is, and there's overwhelm. It's a, right. it's a marriage of overwhelm and resistance. So for example, even with, with people who I interact with who have alopecia currently, sometimes there's also a resistance because outside of alopecia, they also have a full life going on. They also have demands and responsibilities to right. attend to. So it's trying to, the change, there's a little fear in change. Sure. There's a little fear in, in letting go. And, and then, you know, many people embrace it head on and they want to, you know, start ASAP and then others, it takes time for them to implement little by little. And, you know, it's okay if it's little by little. Um, I'm the type of person, right? I think everyone has their own personality to this. I'm the type of person that I go head in, I jump right in, no, no qualms. You know, if the water's cold, let's go deep dive <laughs> all the way in. You know, I don't need floaties. I don't need a mask. Like no, I'm no toe dipping. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the thing is, it's when it came to my hair, I did this for me. I wanted to, I knew if I had hair my whole life, there's, I would get it back first and foremost. But second, that I would, that something was wrong for this to happen. Cause you know, you're born healthy. You're born as a perfect human. And so as a perfect human, we have the ability to support our body and something was off for me, for this to happen, for the hair loss to happen out of quote unquote, nowhere. Right. As I start to analyze my past, even when I was in my mother's stomach, you know, during pregnancy, I can see little things that could have been better, uh, little things that could have been uh, helped. But, you know, at the same time, there's no pointing fingers. It's more or less right. like, once you know better, you do better and let's move forward and let's right. get on it. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. 
This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. When you're working with clients, both, you know, in, in both worlds, um, what, you know, cause you're that, that type A personality, you know, just go in, dive in, let's, <laughs> let's do it all. And so am I, but boy, there's a whole lot of people out that there are not, they need little baby steps, you know, to just kind of eke in. Do you think that the key is to get them some sort of result right away so that they're more in tune to try to make that next right choice? I think the key with that is to hold their hand. So for example, I've, um, this year I initially started a two month program for alopecia angel. And so in the two month program, you have eight weeks and each week I hold your hand and we go through bite-sized information that you can implement on a weekly basis. So you're in a Facebook group, we're in a, in a group together prior to the group starting though, we have a coaching call. So I go through all your um, particular information, all your particular concerns, questions, and this type of thing. Cause everyone is different. You know, right. you may have alopecia and you're, you know, 20 years old, the other person might have alopecia and they're five. And so the way you deal with it is very different. But in any case, um, after that, then we move forward and I make sure I check up on them. I'm, I'm kind of the, the mother bear looking after everybody, making sure everyone's integrated, not leaving anyone behind and then ensuring and checking up on a weekly basis. But at the same time, there's no overwhelm. Cause I remember when I was going through alopecia, I was overwhelmed. Just the thought of having to, to do my to-do list, which was for work. Um, you know, I had brain fog, I had digestive issues, I had fatigue, I had dry skin, dry eyes. So there's many more ailments going on just beyond the hair loss, right? The depression, the emotions, the anxiety, all these other symptoms were there. But once you get it in check, then all these symptoms go away. And so, and then once you heal, they completely go away, which is phenomenal. And so it's really holding their hand, letting them know that it's going to be okay get them through the dark and into the light. And so by week four, I've seen so many radical changes in people, people who have alopecia universalis, which is completely bald, no eyelashes, no hair anywhere on their body. And in four weeks, they're already seeing hair growth on their arms, on their armpits, on their legs. And this is the first time in five, 10, 15, 20 years that they've had hair and they can't believe it. You hear it in their voice by the first week that we speak to the uh, eighth week. So after the eight weeks, they start to giggle. They're smiling. Their, their whole persona has changed because a, I believed in them, mm-hmm. even though when they didn't believe in themselves, right. And then you help them, you help them be disciplined and then you get them over the hump. And then they start to see that their body's changing. Those bowel movements are a lot easier to pass. They're not having anxiety. Their eczema is going away. Their psoriasis is so much better. Their gut has healed. Their acne has left the house. I mean, there's just so many things to diet and lifestyle that again, we're not taught. And I uh, international relations. I didn't study nutrition ever. And I had to, you know, kind of disarm myself and be a student all over again and relearn everything. And I relearned on my own way, in my own path, because I knew what the government was telling me and what I had thought was good health was not working. It was right. not working because I had 35 years of, of results, of right. results. <laughs> right. right. 
Right. And, but even though they're, they're not good results, they're still results to tell us, well, this is probably not how we want to do it. Right. Um, you know, so many of us that, that have this voice in this community, that there are holistic ways, that there are ways to reverse and heal the body, even when we're being told that's not the case. I love, love, love that. And so you, we talk about alopecia being hair loss and you talk, I think there's two different kinds of alopecia. One where that's total. Many actually. Oh, there's many. many. Oh, many. Okay. So you have alopecia areata, which is, it starts with a little bald spot and okay. this bald spot can grow into more bald spots or it can just take over. Take you take you over to, to bald, which would be the next step would be alopecia totalis, which alopecia totalis is bald head, but you still have your eyebrows, your eyelashes and your body hair. Alopecia universalis is no hair anywhere, um, not even in your nostrils, nothing. Um, wow. Yes, yeah, so you have. When you think about the, the 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 duty that that does for you, you know, keeping toxicants out of, you know, even getting into the lungs in the first place. Ah, oh, wow! I didn't yeah. realize that. <clears throat> There's many levels, almost. You know, just like in a cold, a cold can go to um, bronchitis, to pneumonia. There's different levels of a cold. Right. Same thing with, with alopecia. You have scarring alopecia, which is where um, the follicles essentially are dead and supposedly they're not supposed to, or they're, you're not able to regrow hair. You have AGA, which is androgenetic alopecia, which is female pattern baldness, which essentially the crown area is affected. Now, even with clients who have AGA, I still see good results. They still see the hair growth. They see, they still see the changes. And so Depending who you speak to and depending what you're what you're reading, you may, you know, there's a lot of people who say alopecia has no cure or, you know, AGA has no cure or um, scarring alopecia has no cure. And I'm in the bandwagon that watch me. I'm going to make changes <laughs> and this, I'm going to see results. And, you, just you know, <laughs> And I tell everyone, I'm not a unicorn. This is not like, I'm not the lucky one. This right. is me and all my clients. This is me and anyone else who wants to change diet and lifestyle who are committed to that. And not just for alopecia, but from here on until you're 130 years old, right. you know, here until the end of your life, right. you, you change and you'll see results. You'll see better health. And today, more than ever, I'm in better health than I was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago. Oh, absolutely. And, and you guys, I know in, in our, our social media platforms, we put up clips, you know, so you'll, you will see Joanna with a full head of curly, beautiful, beautiful hair. So she's absolutely speaking the truth here. Um, so, and, and for hair loss for women, especially, and I can't imagine children, you know, it, it, that's such an area of life where, you know, bullying and wanting to fit in and, you know, just the whole mental aspect of, you know, losing your hair is that's like a whole nother level to this, isn't it? It is. I mean, the emotions are, are definitely confusing. Um, ups and downs. I was never one to, to really feel depression too often or anxiety or any of this, but it, uh, it shook me having alopecia definitely shook me and perseverance resilience had to, I had to overcome this. And so going back to a mental mindset, having a mental toughness, so to speak is, 
is necessary. Believing that you can heal, I believe is the first step. Just like Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or you cannot, you're right. And yes. so you need to push forward. And so I, 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 I hope I am, you know, the cheerleader. This is my goal, right? To be the cheerleader, to motivate people to want to heal for themselves because, you know, I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink. Right. And so Right. I can feed you the information and I can hold your hand for eight weeks, but you got to still do the work. <laughs> you got to you know? get out there and, and make it happen. I love that. So um, I was, I was looking into the, the information and I, what I saw was that there, there's over 6.8 million people with alopecia in just the United States alone. Yeah, uh, it's that, a big so number. Yeah, this isn't something that's rare or, you know, anything like that. So talk to me about, you know, what would be kind of like your top three tips? So if, if this is something that, that is affecting you in your life, what are the top three things that you can do now, right now, and, and make a difference in your life with this? Top three things. <laughs> well, uh, that's a... Um... That's a lot. Um, the thing is, it's very holistic in nature. And so you have one end of the spectrum. So for example, I have clients who are nutritionists. I have clients who are personal trainers. They're extremely fit. They do CrossFit. You know, they lift weights and they have abs to show for it. So you have that end of the, the one end of the spectrum. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have people who have much more ailments and issues beyond alopecia, they're obese potentially. And then you have people that are midway that are not one way or the other, but they're just kind of like the average regular uh, person who just got alopecia out of nowhere. And so each, each piece of advice would be different, but in general, on a general way, I would say, say, how about, how, how about we take the, the average person and, and I don't, yep. it, you know, I'm going to challenge this because you what, what you just said was they they got alopecia out of nowhere. And I would say it's probably not out of nowhere. And that's going to pertain to our next you know set of questions. But let's just take that average person because that's probably who's listening to us right now. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So I would say... Um, a, reach out to me. I, I mean, <laughs> yes, <laughs> first <please>. and foremost, <laughs> come talk to me. I offer a free consultation first and foremost. But beyond that, I would say, look at vitamin D3. Vitamin D3 is your immune system. And okay. I, I take high amounts of vitamin D3. And, you know, coming from California, because originally I'm from California, I lived in Miami, and I was always in the sun. You know, the darker, the better. I right. always wanted to be dark and tan. And so I, I spent lots of time in the sun. And so naturally my vitamin D was always up um, ever since I was a kid. Um, and so I see a difference. A lot of my clients come from, you know, Northern states, Minnesota, New York, Canada, yeah. uh, British Columbia, New uh, Netherlands, the UK, uh, potentially Australia, because in Australia you have, you know, the ozone layer that's over them. And so they have really high skin cancer rates. So no one really wants to be out in the sun. and so. Wherever you have a lack of vitamin D3, I notice this a lot. Um, really? That's interesting. I do. I, I see a correlation. I, I see, you know, the, what I'd like to say is that alopecia is like a puzzle. 
And so I, I take all these pieces and when I, and when we talk, let's say one-on-one, then I can put the puzzle pieces together. And a lot of it is nutrient deficiency. Um, a lot of it can be stress. It can be um, one thing or another, depending how old this person is and what they've gone through. Um, so it just all depends, but I'd say, um, there are a lot of key factors that we're not looking at, you know, diet of course is one of them, Mm -hmm. Uh, more than likely, you know, gluten grains and dairy need to be taken out. Um, so that's a big one. And, uh, you know, if you're an adult, a lot of times I say lay off the coffee, just Mm -hmm. at least for, you know, a good six months, lay off coffee and alcohol. Um, just because it's not, it's not serving you uh, well. I mean, even though doctors say, oh, having a glass of wine is okay. Not right now. It's like trying to, it's like trying to have wine or coffee when you have pneumonia. These are not two things that you would, you know, reach out for. So I, I like to, right. So it's almost like when you have pneumonia, when you have bronchitis, when you have like a deep flu, let's, you know, get you back to normal. Let's get rest. Let's have you have chicken soup, broth, you know, rest, take your vitamins, vitamin C, this type of thing. So I have, this is how I I, I kind of correlate it where it's like when you have alopecia, you can't do your normal things. You need to rest, repair, reset, and then you can take off. It's a process. It's not overnight. And so this is why I see results in two months because two months I'm dedicated to you. You're with me and you know, you're under my arm and we're going. And so I walk you through all this. And so I love that rest repair. And what was the last one? Reset, reset. I just like our computers and our, and our electronics, we need to reset. We have to update and reboot. And a lot of times we don't do this. I mean, I see a difference between I, so I live in Europe. So I see a difference between the Europeans and Americans, right? Because uh, I, I, I too was only given, you know, two weeks vacation a year or 10 days, if that, and you're trying to make Memorial day weekend a little longer. You're trying to make labor day weekend a little longer and that's not enough, but here they're granted five weeks here. They're granted almost like six, seven weeks. It's amazing. Their work-life balance is on point on point. It really is. They value family. They value family time. They value being out in nature. They value, um, good food. They value, um, quality time with friends. They, they value so many things that I'm sure we value too. We just don't make it a priority. Well, and do you think that, um, well, first of all, before I get into this next question, one of your key things and your, your three things to do was to get a hold of you. So tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you if they want to work with you, because your system is going to work with more than just alopecia, right? If you have any autoimmune disease, your system is going to work with that. Is that correct? Absolutely. I actually have started incorporating clients have reached out to me because they want to heal their eczema or their psoriasis, or even I have two people doing my program right now that are just looking for weight loss and having to get their hormones and, and, and just kind of like get all those, uh, ailments that are pastoring or festering that they've been, you know, kind of looking after with a pharmaceutical or some over the counter drug. They want to take all these things out and kind of reboot and, I mean, this is necessary, especially if you want to have kids, especially if you want to take care of your fertility, if you're at an age, because that's another thing no one's talking about is how damaging birth control can really be for fertility. And then, you know, you think that you get off the pill and then all of a sudden it's presto, you're pregnant. And then lo and behold, 
you're not pregnant and, and you need like a good chunk of time to reboot that system and to fortify it with the nutrients and to do so many things. And, you know, it's heartbreaking to hear. I have friends who, who, who are in their twenties, who are in their thirties, early thirties, um, mid thirties and forties. And everyone, everyone wants to have children. Um, at least my friends do, and they've all had problems and it's beyond just the miscarriage. It's, it's, you know, fertility issues, having to go through IVF at 29. Right. Um, it's this type of thing where, why is this happening? And mm -hmm. potentially it's because we shouldn't be on birth control so early on in life. Potentially we should revisit what this really means, you know, mm -hmm. not to take anyone's rights away. We all have a choice, of course, but we also have to be cognizant that it's a pharmaceutical that it's disrupting well, it, our hormone it, system and it's not a band and it's a band-aid for whatever's it's, it's, going on. It's synthetic. It's a synthetic and our body does not recognize the synthetic, you know, being put into it. I would also, I've done a lot of podcasts on birth control, fertility issues. And I can also tell you too, that birth control, when your normal cycle is disrupted and we change that what what mother nature is telling us to do that's not right and and it's going to cause problems so many people do those shots that you know take your periods completely away um you know that type of thing because yeah. they don't want the you know well I, I just don't want to mess with it you know type of thing it's not even necessarily for birth control as as it is so much that you know they don't want to have the, the cycle and I just blows me away because that that is so wrong. And then I would also suggest too, and I wanted to talk about this because it, it is the toxin terminator. I really believe that there's a lot of products that we're using every single day that are absolutely affecting our bodies. Um, you know, we're putting things on our body in our body that are totally disrupting our system. A hundred percent. I truly believe that. And the more I do my research, the more I start seeing that we continue to fall short. So I'm a huge proponent of the environmental working group. Yeah. I just found out about the clear label project and they were scanning protein uh, powders and they were scanning sunscreens, even sunscreens that according to EWG are, you know, good, a one and a two and a, a green light. Mm -hmm. They're still finding high amounts of lead, high amounts of heavy metals in these mm -hmm. sunscreens, in baby formula. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it's just unregulated. CBD is unregulated. And they also have high amounts of lead and phthalates and plastic and all these other components into it. So you think you're taking in something and you're not. And it's, it's scary to think. And um, there's well, definitely more, much more toxins in the US than in other parts of, of the world. Yeah, CBD is, uh, you know, one that I did a lot of research on when it was, you know, first coming out and the the cannabis plant itself, it is designed, I can't remember what the word is for the type of plant that it is, but it goes in and cleans up the soil. It's grabbing everything out of the soil and pulling it into the plant. And that's why it's so, so important. If you're going to go into any kind of cannabis treatments, if you're going to go into any kind of CBD oils or any of that, that you really know your sourcing of where it's coming from and their farming practices, because if they're not have good farming practices, you're actually doing more harm to your body than you are good. Same thing when we take supplements. If we don't have a whole food-based you know, product that we're taking that has synthetics in it, 
it's not just that you're peeing it out and you're wasting your money. You're actually going to develop more free radicals in your body. You're doing more damage than you are good. Is that your experience too? That makes sense. That makes total sense, especially what you're saying with the cannabis plant, because uh, clearprojectlabel.org, which is out of uh, Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. they said that one of the worst uh, protein powders is hemp. Mm-hmm. So for any of you vegans or vegetarians out there that love hemp protein, they're saying that this is the worst. This is the one that they found that has the most amount of lead in it. Yeah, I'll have to make sense. Yeah, I'll have to look up. There's a word for this type of plant and and cannabis is not the only one, but like cannabis would be an excellent one for farmers to put in their field in between doing like a corn soy rotation um, because it's going to clean up the soil for them. I mean, it's, it's a cleaning plant. That's what it does. That's what it was designed to do is just pull all of those um, toxicants out of the soil. Uh, I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head, but uh, and it's like, Oh my word. <laughs> you know, there's so many cruciferous vegetables, how they yeah. clean, sweep your liver and your colon and everything comes out, all the sludge. Yeah, yeah, get it out, get it out. And and, <laughs> and there's there's good and there's bad. I mean, it's good to clean up the soil because even though we've got organic farms, you know, if they're right next to a non-organic farm, guess what? <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like this double-edged sword. I really liked what you were saying about you're living in Europe now. And the whole idea that they've got five weeks, you know, of, of vacation and the, the lifestyle is just so different. Do you feel like, are you hearing from people with you know, what's been happening in our world over the last couple months where people have been forced to slow down, that they're kind of reassessing, maybe we didn't need to be involved in all of these activities, or maybe, you know, there's, there's merit to this, you know, slow down. Or not. Uh, You know, here in the Netherlands, their approach was a little more easygoing and nonchalant, I'll yeah. say that, yeah. nonchalant, easygoing, which, you know, in a way is nice because I don't feel like the, the tiger caged in. Right, um, right. So, you know, I talk to my family in California and they still feel like animals that are caged in. Um, same with my friends in Miami, but here in the Netherlands, I feel like essentially life has gone on. Right. Uh, no one wears masks. No one is really wearing gloves, um, except maybe at the gas station. At, at the supermarket, it's actually more crowded there than in the outside market that you would have in Europe, you know, on a Saturday morning, right. that type of thing. So it's a little different. And in the area where I am in the Netherlands, um, it's actually quite calm. It's a small town. So it's not like going back home to LA. LA is, um, you know, a different animal. Yes, so, it is. Yes, it is. So it's very different. And I, I, I can't count my blessings that I live here. And, and that I'm exposed to a slower pace of life. And sometimes, you know, there was resistance actually from my end when I first moved here, because I like the be busy, go, 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 be productive 100% of the time. And I think when we're in, indoctrinated to be this way, it takes a while to really unplug and cut the cord. And so oh. once I was forced to, it was almost like a shock to my body. Like, what is this? What is What's free time? What is this? <laughs> what is free time? <laughs> I, I remember going with a coach and she's like, I want you to take a bath and just relax. Light a candle if you need to, you know, um, read a book if you want to. But I just want you to at, at, at the end of every day to take a bath because I've always 
been on the high wire, uh, you know, with stress levels. And I remember sitting in that bathtub going, okay, I got this, this, this. I could not sit in it for even five minutes. You know, it it was like, get me out of (laughs) here. This is not fun. Um, And it's not relaxing to me because my mind's going on all those things that I needed to do. Now today, much different story. Uh, (laughs) You can find me, but it seriously is training. Um, Meditation is another thing. How did you do when you first started meditating? I'm probably the worst at meditation. Um, (laughs) I'm probably the worst at it because I I, I still get, um, yeah, you know, monkey mind. It's just part of that. But I think just like anything, it's training. And, you know, just like you can train your children to like broccoli and to like cauliflower and to like vegetables, we can also train them into doing more yoga. And, you know, my meditation really comes after yoga. And essentially that's what yoga was created for, to do the extraneous workout and then to lay down in a corpse pose and really take in all the sensations that your body, your mind, everything has just done and to see the progress. And so a lot of my meditation comes after a good yoga workout. Um, But just to sit there, um, out of nowhere is a little hard, especially when I'm not close to the ocean. I love being in nature. I'm in nature here, but it's a little different. I love, you know, coming from California, I, I'm just used to the ocean, Miami, the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I miss that. So, yeah. you know, hearing the waves, even if it's from YouTube and I can hear the waves, it's a little different. Yeah. I love that. And I, I have people talk to me all the time. I'm like meditation. I'm telling you, even if you just do five minutes a day, it's, it's your time to really get in touch with your body because our bodies talk talking to us all the time. It is always sending us messages. And the, the, the problem that most of us have is we don't hear it. We ignore it and we're, and we're not hearing it, you know? And so um, if we can just even take that five minutes a day to, you know, really start feeling and, and, and falling into what our body is and, and that energy um, it's a, it's amazing. And I, 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 I remember, okay, okay, all right, get back to breathing. You know, <laughs> you're just that monkey brain. I love that word. That's you're awesome. so right, though. It, it does take time. And mm-hmm. at the same, yeah, it's, it's amazing that the benefits that come out of meditation, even just to sit quiet or yeah. even just to look at the clouds and, you know, revert back to, you know, when we were children and we would be in the grass and looking up at the clouds and, yeah. and seeing, you know, different shapes and even something small like this. Uh, brings back more relief, reduces the cortisol levels. And so there's many ways to meditate, many ways to reduce stress. And so in my programs or in my uh, speaking engagement, I I try to offer multiple ways instead of just you have to meditate like a, you know, a Buddhist monk. No, there's more options than (laughs) that. And then, and then, and people need to hear that message, you know, loud and clear that, you know, there's no right way to do anything. It's your way. What gets you results? Because everybody is has a different body. And so your way of doing things is going to be a little bit different. There's some key, you know, factors that we want to put into all of it, right? Um, but but certainly, you know, modify it to your lifestyle, modify it to, you know, your body and what it, it's telling you. I love, love, love that. So we're coming to the end of our time together, Joanna. I, this has been such a, such a delight. And I, the message that I'm hearing loud and clear once again is, you can make a, such a difference in your overall health. What would you like to, uh, did we get the, um, 
the name out for people to connect oh, with you? AlopeciaAngel.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, but AlopeciaAngel.com. I have a, a sign up form there. You can connect with me and I can reach out to you back and we can organize a time to have a, a free consultation. No problem. I would love that. And if you guys take her up on her offer, you know, make sure you pop in and let me know and how that went for you. Um, I, I love hearing from our audience and, and the results that you guys are getting because of the guests that come on. So thank you. Any final thoughts or that, you know, something stirring with you that you'd like to share with our audience as we finish up? I would say you know, there's so much I, I want to say, but at the at the same time, I know we're, we're limited. I could talk to you forever. You've been so delightful as well. I'd say try to be an advocate for yourself. Um, the parents who come to me, they're, they're really strong and, and they advocate for their children. And I love that. They look for more than just what the dermatologist says. They look for more than just what uh, the homeopathic says. They look for more than just what Google says. Right. And so I would say advocate for yourself. If you know deep down, if you have a feeling that what they're telling you is wrong or, or is not working with you and your values, find a way. There's another way. Right. I, I had no roadmap personally, and I figured out a way. And it, granted, it took me two and a half years, but this is why I want to pave the way for others because it's not that hard. Diet and lifestyle changes just need to be relearned. And once we get into the hang of things, then it's kind of like your health emerges, you flourish, you thrive. And this is what my desire is for everybody. Because, you know, if I were to look back as a nine-year-old, if I were to look back as a 25-year-old, my health wasn't great at nine or at 25, even though there was a lack of disease. And just because there's a lack of disease doesn't mean you're healthy, right? right? There could be something brewing. And so, for example, um, yeah, no one... Yeah, no one taught us nutrition. And so the only way to, to do this and to move forward is to really advocate for ourselves to unlearn many things and to relearn and to be open to it, to be students of life. And the more open you are, the more curious you are, you're going to find those results. You're going to find the way, the path, the light out of the tunnel. You really are. Ah, oh, Joanna, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you for sharing your expertise. And I know anybody who connects with you is just going to be better off for it. Thank you so much for all your time. I appreciate your platform, your, your beautiful smile and your energy. Thank you. You bet. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one -on -one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's a-i-m-e-e-carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.